To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionised over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shine. Hey, Koala Kids! Welcome back to Koala Shine. I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you daytime stories and giving you facts and ideas as huge and surprising as the Sahara Desert. And in fact, that's where we're going today. Have you ever been to the desert? You may imagine it as an empty, barren, lonely place, but actually, it's teeming with life. The Sahara Desert, which stretches across the whole of northern Africa is home to loads of crazy creatures, from scorpions to ostriches to cheetahs and antelope. In fact, there are 70 different types of mammals, 90 species of birds, and 100 species of reptiles all living together. One of these little lizards is called Socky, and it's him who we're going to visit today. So koala kids, let's strap on your jetpacks, slap on some sunscreen, and away we go! Socky the sand lizard scuttles around on his four long-toed feet as speedily and effortlessly as a racing car. He has smooth, scaly orange skin that makes him an expert in camouflage and also in hide-and-seek. Just when you think you've spotted Socky the lizard, he scuttles away and hides in the blink of an eye. He can swim through the sand like a snake, keeping himself out of sight until he wants to show his face to the sun. Socky is perfectly adapted to living in sand and navigating the desert. But he has a secret dream that nobody would ever expect. Socky dreams of surfing waves. Big, wet, tumbling waves. His big dream was ignited one day when crawling close to the edge of the desert. An open-topped jeep came careening over the hills, driven by some curly-haired travelers in flip-flops and Hawaiian shirts. They pulled over on the top of a dune, spraying Socky with sand, laughing and high-fiving one another. Socky waved up to the humans with his tiny hand. Hello up there, he called out. I'm Socky. Are you new here? We don't get many humans out here in the desert. Surprised that a little lizard was speaking to them, the humans laughed with glee and one of them replied, Oh, hey, little dude. We're just passing through. We're here on our world tour. The curly-haired travelers high-fived and whooped again. Yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! All right! (laughs) Socky was intrigued. He asked the humans where they were from, and they informed him that they were from sunny California in the USA. Wow-wee! exclaimed Socky. What is California like? I've never been there. The human with wavy blonde hair answered, Well, it's kind of hot like it is here, but we live by the sea, so it's not so bad. We spend most of our days surfing the waves and keeping cool. 
Socky's teeny-weeny tiny ears pricked up. Surfing waves? Socky repeated. What's that? The Californian chuckled. <laughs> you know, little dude, like grabbing our surfboards and riding the ocean waves. The water can get pretty gnarly where we're from, so they're super fun to ride, like roller coasters. It can be tricky keeping our balance, but you know, we're pros, so we don't fall off. Much. <laughs> Socky instantly imagined himself standing up on his own little surfboard, riding the waves like a professional. All of the other desert animals would be absolutely flabbergasted if they saw him. And from that moment on, Socky became obsessed with the idea. The only problem is that in the desert, you don't find much water. Certainly not enough to surf in. But that doesn't put off our little friend Socky. Ever the optimist, Socky is determined to make his dream come true. The Sahara Desert spans 9.2 million square kilometers. Surely there must be some waves somewhere. So Socky sets off searching for waves to surf. But after a few hours, he realizes that it's going to be easier said than done. How long had it been since he saw water anyhow? It must have been a couple of days by now. Lizards can go for almost two weeks without it. Socky climbs out of the sand and gazes across the desert plains for signs of life. Far off on the horizon, he spots a shady shape walking along and decides to ask them for directions. He crawls as fast as he can through the sand and eventually catches up with the animal who just so happens to be a camel. Perfect, Socky thinks to himself. Camels are always on the lookout for water. They will definitely know where I can go surf waves. Socky crawls up alongside the camel and calls up politely. <clears throat> Excuse me? The camel halts with a jolt and cranes its long neck around to see where the surprise voices come from. Who said that? The camel cries. Me! I'm down here! Socky replies, waving his hands to catch the camel's attention. The confused camel scans the ground and fails to spot Socky at first, on account of his camouflaged skin. The camel picks up his feet and stomps around to take a better look, almost stepping on Socky as he moves. Socky cries out as he dodges a giant, clumpy foot. Whoa! Watch out there! Remarkably, the camel finally spots Socky and apologizes. Oh, sorry, young chap. I almost stepped on you there. Relieved to have finally caught the camel's attention and avoided being stomped on, Socky asks the dozy camel if he had seen any bodies of water while he's been walking the desert. The camel purses his lips in thought and replies, Hmm, I did see what looked like an oasis back that way. The camel gestures back in the direction he walked, and Socky takes note. But I didn't stop for any water, the camel continues. My hump is full to the brim, so I won't need a refill for a couple of weeks. Socky thanks the camel for his assistance, and backs up out of the way to avoid being trodden on as the camel plods off on his solitary journey. Excited to reach the oasis, Socky wastes no time in running off in the direction that the camel pointed him in. He runs and runs as fast as his little legs can carry him, over the sands towards the horizon. After a while, Socky sees it. Ripples of waves lighting up in the distance. 
It appears to be a massive lake of water shimmering against the perfect blue sky. Soki can't believe it. His dream is about to come true. Those rippling waves look perfect for a little lizard like him to surf. Soki disappears into the sand and swims his way through the earth towards the oasis. He can move much faster underground. He swims, and when he thinks he's gone far enough, he pops up out of the sand. But strangely, he has got no closer to the pool of water. He tries again, slinking through the desert before popping up once more, but he has made no progress. No matter how many times Soki tries to get closer, it seems the water is getting further and further away. <sighs> oh, what is going on? Soki questions, pausing for breath. Soki tries one last time to reach the oasis, but when he comes back up for air, the oasis has completely disappeared. There are no rippling waves in sight. Soki gasps with realization. Oh, oh, I am such a silly sausage, he says. It was a mirage all along. This isn't the first time Soki has been caught out by a convincing mirage. They crop up all over the desert, especially when it's a particularly hot day. The waves he saw were just an optical illusion, caused by the heat on the horizon. Soki sighs. It's disappointing, but it is an easy mistake to make. His journey is only just beginning anyhow. So Soki slithers off in a different direction. Not one to be disheartened by a failed attempt, Soki sings to himself as he continues along his journey. When things don't go your way, don't feel so blue. There's something even better waiting around the corner for you. If you keep on trying and trying with all your might, one day you will reach your goal and shine ever so bright. One whole day later, Soki finally stumbles across another oasis. Only this time, as he walks, it gets closer and closer. Soki whoops with joy and scuttles as fast as he can over to the blue pool of water surrounded by palm trees. He can't believe it. He's made it, and the pool of water looks pretty big. Soki races over to a palm tree and pulls off a big slab of bark with determination. Now he has a surfboard. All he needs to do is find some waves. A herd of gazelle are tucking into the refreshing water. But they stand back as Soki leaps in, holding his makeshift surfboard, yelling, Woohoo! Time to surf some waves! Soki climbs on top of the floating slab of palm tree bark, finds his balance, and waits. And waits. And waits. The water is completely still. There are no waves at all. Soki looks around, perplexed and asks, well, where are the waves? The watching gazelle frown. And why would there be waves here, little lizard? One questions. It's a pool, not the sea. Soki feels his heart drop in his chest. Had he got this all completely wrong? He stutters sadly. But I thought you could find waves anywhere as long as there is enough water. One of the other gazelles sniggers at Soki's naivety but the first gazelle shoots them a stern look and they cower away. The kind gazelle turns back to Soki and suggests, why don't we all try and make some waves for you? 
If we nudge the water with our noses, perhaps it will create some movement in the water, and it will be enough for you to ride. Saki smiles gratefully and nods his head. The herd of gazelle all work together to try to create some small waves for Saki to surf. They nudge the water as fast as they can with their noses, creating ripples in the shallow water. But it merely makes his surfboard wobble a little. After a couple of minutes, Saki sits down and sighs. <sighs> I don't think it's going to work, he pouts, resting his head in his hands downheartedly. Thanks so much for trying, though. After a minute, the kind gazelle pipes up with a final suggestion. Socky, she says, do you see that vulture over there in the palm tree? Socky looks up and catches a glimpse of a big black tatty bird resting on the top of the tree. He nods his head and the gazelle continues. That is Valeria. She flies all over the desert and has mentioned before that she's flown as far as the Atlantic Ocean. Maybe you could go surfing there. As if on cue, the large vulture flies down and lands by the side of the oasis. I'd be happy to assist you, little lizard. <laughs> Valeria, the vulture, says with a smirk. I can show you the way. Socky's heart lifts once more, and he hops up onto his palm tree surfboard. <gasps> really? Oh, do you know where I can find the ocean? He asks eagerly. I do know, the vulture replies slowly. Follow me. The vulture floats up into the air with a flourish. The kind gazelle whispers a warning in Socky's ear. Just be careful, she says. Valeria can be a bit of a trickster. But ever the optimist, Socky decides to give the vulture a chance and follows her deep into the desert. Little did he know that in the air above him, Valeria was sniggering to herself and hatching up a sneaky plan. Oh dear, what do you think it could be, koalas? Can you guess what happens next? Let me know what you think is going to happen in the comments or in a review. Then tune into part two to see if you're right. Now, let's finish off with a joke from the amazing Tilly Wright. What happened to the frog who broke down? He got towed away! <laughs> like a toad. Ribbit. <laughs> All right, Koala Kids, see you in part two. But until then, keep on shining.